Sean. What's going on, buddy? Hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. Welcome to the very first Owl Nation podcast. Hopefully the first of many. Oh yeah, we're sitting here in the owl's nest. That's what we're, I guess we'll call. Any room we record in can be the owl's nest. I just now realized, because I was about to be like, do owls, owls have nests, right? I would think. I mean, where do they lay their eggs? We, we've made them our mascot without knowing literally thing one about owls. Yeah, please tweet at, uh, at, at or are you at Lons? <laughs> I'm at Lons, L-O-N-S. Yes, and I'm at Hal Rudnick. Where do, where do owls hang out? <laughs> in I the think, nest? I believe a nest sounds correct. Like, I mean, they got to put their eggs in a nest. Yeah, they definitely lay eggs, and they definitely have nests. These are two owl facts I'm fairly certain about. God damn, we are. We need to step our game up on the owl knowledge. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't really know much about owls. I'll be perfectly honest. We, we. I we just know that I love them. We to give a little backstory. It was yes. literally all t-shirt related. It was not like we both have a mutual love of the barn owl or anything. No, it was very rando. It I was, was. I had. I was wearing an owl pin that a, a real nice guy uh, at. Uh, I was at a. a a beer bar that had a lot of craft beers and a guy was a Screen Junkies fan and I commented on his pin and he gave me his damn pin that he makes and I gotta find who that guy is so I can plug his pin. It's very like curvier, like Seinfeld curvier enthusiasm. It feels like a Larry David thing. A little bit. Now like my I'm, I'm, I'm really feathering my nest thanks to that <laughs> pin. Yeah. And I was wearing a, a Twin Peaks shirt. It's yes. A, it's a quote from Twin Peaks. The owls are not what they seem. But that's because the owls are evil in Twin Peaks. They're mm-hmm. like harbingers of doom. So it's not even necessarily a good positive reference. Juan, I didn't. Uh, I enjoyed the new Twin Peaks. There's a Mothman. Yeah, oh yeah, Mothman prophecies. Uh, I enjoyed the new Twin Peaks, but then I stopped watching. Really? Yeah. I loved, I mean, I love all Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I celebrate the entire Twin Peaks catalog. But yeah, I loved it. I mean, I think the, the issue with stuff like that, especially now... Like, I feel like in the 90s when Twin Peaks was new, people would watch an hour of TV and be like, I'm baffled by that. I don't understand it. Eh, It's pretty good. And, like, Mm -hmm. move on with their lives. And in 2019, like, everybody wants to get everything. They want to, like, understand it. Yeah. And they want to, like, debate it on the internet until they get it. And it's just, like, the wrong take for a David Lynch thing. You're never going to get Oh, yeah. I mean, that is the opposite of David Lynch, because he famously doesn't like to tell you what his, like, you know, the an artist defining his art. He does not want to tell you what he meant by things. And sometimes I feel like it's about the feeling it elicits in you, not the explanation. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I... I like so much of it. I didn't watch it. I didn't stop watching it out of dislike. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just stepped away from it and never stepped back. But I, I, I enjoy the nightmare worlds that David Lynch takes us into. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it was a great show. And I think that, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to sound like people don't get it or they weren't watching it right. Like, however, you know, you don't have to like it's whatever it means to you. But I do think that it's helpful to sort of divorce yourself from that. Like, it's only good, or I'm only enjoying this show if I get it. Because, mm-hmm. you like, that's not the idea, oh. is to get it. Yeah. And so you're only going to end up frustrated if you're trying constantly to, like, figure it out and get ahead of it. And, like, oh, I understand what Matthew Lillard went through, and I get who... Uh, you know, Tim Roth is supposed to be and where he comes from. Like, mm-hmm. that's not ever the point. Right. 
and there's something really enjoyable about that. One of my favorite movies of the uh, 2000s uh, is Mulholland Drive. And I love just the, that feeling of piecing things together. And most recently, a film that made me feel that way. I, I really liked, I thought a lot about us Yes. After leaving the theater, piecing together what things represented and then just making yeah. a sense of the netherworld. I think that's another great example of, like, people get so caught up in the physics of it. Like, how would it work? Like, what if they, what if you go on a cruise? What happens to your yeah. tether? And, yes. like, you got to get away from that. It's about, uh, it's the ideas. It's yeah. not, it's not the practicality. Right, yeah. Like, to, I don't yeah. think Us would necessarily work as, like, a TV show. You yeah, that thing into in the practice. Although, I mean, I mean, there's a world of prequels uh, for Sure, us. yeah. No, but I mean, I think, like, sometimes things work best as, like, you know, we're never going to totally crack it. It's, like, yeah. a weird idea that's just fun to put out there. And mm-hmm. that's, that's okay. It doesn't always have to be, like, an intricate puzzle that you can work out and all make sense. Like, that's Christopher Nolan's bag, but I don't yes. think that has to be everybody's bag. Well, and we really just uh, went off yeah, to the races we there. We did. We didn't uh, even, like, introduce ourselves or the yeah, show. Yeah, or Percival. Oh, my God. How so, we... Lon's here, I'm here, and uh, our, our little owl friend, um, who some people call an owl puppet, but I'm going to say isn't my, our owl friend, Percival. Yeah, great hoot, hoot. Open, <laughs> Great opening for a podcast, a purely visual gag. Yes. <laughs> But believe me, I have a little furry there owl is a, puppet. There's a plush owl here that you can't see. Also in the corner there is a plastic owl. I'm going to give you guys, yeah. just to paint a picture, a, a visual uh, portrait for you, paint a picture with my words, of yes. where we are. Sure. We are in like an, it's an attic, I think would be fair to say. <laughs> would you describe this as most, like it's attic-like? Well, it's got a chalet-style roof. There you I go. mean, it's a second floor uh, bedroom. We're not uh, actually in an attic, we're just in a second floor, but it's it's the kind of When you of say, room. as a Jew, that makes me think Anne Frank, and now I'm scared. We're not Ron. hiding in an attic. Just, <laughs> We're hiding and podcasting in an attic. There welcome, are Nazis downstairs. Welcome to the Anne Frank Report. Honestly, a few years ago, us joking about, like, guys, there are Nazis downstairs would have been purely funny. And now I feel like it's like, nah, there yeah, could, there could it hits be. A little, yeah, where are we? Charlottesville? There Jiminy Crickets. There could be Nazis downstairs. But God there forbid. Uh, so it's an annex. Let's say it that. Let's put it that way. Uh, a learning annex? <laughs> We're podcasting live from the Silver Lake Learning Annex. Yeah, um, live from the the Owl Attic. There you go. Yes. So, Lon, yeah, Lon Harris, do you want to tell them? Uh, yeah, Are we you, introducing ourselves? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, you probably know us, I would imagine, from movie fights or some other uh, similar show. I'm, I'm Lon Harris I'm from Screen Junkies. I do some writing for fandom, some other websites. How about you? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm Hal Rudnick, and I'm the host of Movie Fights, and I've been with Screen Junkies for, oh, just, it seems like um, most of my lifetime now. <laughs> Forever and a day. Yeah. Uh, and I'm an actor and a comedian and a writer, and uh, yeah, I love movies. I was a film major in college, and uh, yeah, my, my dad would have disown- disowned me if I did not uh, just take to movies. Oh, really? I, my parents, uh, they, they're not anti-movie. Like, mm-hmm. they don't hate movies. Or it wasn't like Footloose or anything. They're like, no dancing or movies. <laughs> but they're not movie people. Like, they could sort of take, it's like one of the many things to do with your evening. And my dad, especially, it was like, he likes, 
He's a very like movies for guys who like movies. Oh guy. yeah, like he likes Die Hard. Yes. and like James Bond. But like that's it. It's right not. On. So my brother and I both are like these really deep nerdy movie dorks, and always were from like earliest childhood. And I don't know where it came from. Gotcha. Yeah, my my dad. You know, I'm not gonna lie. He he made me watch old movies from like the 1940s and 50s under duress. I wanted to go out and ride my bike, yeah, and and like just play in the in the streets with the kids. But no, he was like, "Sit down. You are watching Shane, directed by <laughs> George Stevens, starring wow. Alan Ladd." It's interesting that we both came in from exactly opposite. Because I would be like laying on the couch, and they'd be like, "Lon, you gotta go out and ride your bike for a half hour, please." And I'd be like. But Roxanne is on, Mother. Steve oh. Martin co-wrote the screenplay. Yes. I have to say. Inspired well. by Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was just devouring movies as a kid, and my parents were just baffled. Like, for a long time, they thought it was like I had some sort of social disorder, mm-hmm. or it was like extreme laziness. It took them a long time. It took me a long time to convince them, like, no, it's a le- legit hobby. Like, I'm allowed to just like movies, and it doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. Well, look at you now. You turned it around, and you, you're, you're I uh, yeah. I never, I never did. Instead, there definitely is something wrong with me. No, no. Oh. <laughs> you're, well, you're a movie savant, my I friend. I never turned it around. Oh, no, but you, 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 tur- <laughs> you turned the movies around into a career. There you go. Yeah. I definitely did figure out a way to do it permanently for life without having to go do anything adult. Uh, next time, uh, you know, th- th- uh, this is our first podcast and we're learning things. I'm learning that um, my I, I, I need a different chair set up because when I lean in, there's a metal uh, a rail yeah. on this uh, thing that's pressing into my ribs. Yeah, I mean, usually we're, we're again, painting a, a picture with my words. We're, yes. we're sort of leaned over a counter here in the annex. It's maybe not the ideal, like a table often works better. We, 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 can, we can talk. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. We're, I, we're committed. This is not just some random thing. Is, there have been lunches. This yes. Is a, this is a project. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just as in her attic, Anne Frank had certain hurdles she had to overcome. Uh-huh. Uh, we, Did she? I, I feel like it was just mostly being quiet. Yeah, I guess so. You know what? I should just dispense with the whole Anne Frank analogy. I, we're point. 10 minutes into our very first podcast, and you've referenced Anne Frank, I would say, only three times. So oh. we're right We're right in the pocket. We're where we're supposed to be. Uh, this is uh, AFC, Anne Frank cast. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, as opposed to uh, AOC. she's She definitely should have a cast if she doesn't already. Yeah. She must. She does, like, Instagram videos. That's her yes. thing. Yes, and she dances. Kitchen. Right. Yeah. She's very likable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she, you know, she's uh, she, she's really uh, got the millennial's voice and perspective. <laughs> Did you she, watch she her? She's it to D.C. Did you watch her, her documentary, uh, Bringing Down the House, on Netflix yet? No, I haven't, I haven't seen it it's yet. It's good. It's really good. It, 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 they just got really lucky because all the other politicians they brought, you know, it's about a bunch of progressive women who are, like, yeah. sort of primarying moderate and centrist Democrats in the in the midterms. Everybody else that they're profiling did not win their races. So it could have been this documentary about all these people who lost oh, midterm yeah. elections. It would, have, it would have still been interesting, but they've got this amazing ending because one of them not only wins, but becomes a national famous figure. Oh, wow. Like, uh, they just started following her when she was, like, a lady from the Bronx who was a bartender who was thinking about running. Oh, gotcha. So, um, just by happenstance. One of the, well, yeah, the I mean, that, they, 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 that yeah. like, she caught fire. They got, they got really lucky. Sometimes yeah. with making documentaries, you just, like, these, the, the, the 
a big part of why the movie's great is that the person making it just got so crazy lucky and oh, you know stumbled who, on this. That, you know what that story. makes me think of? Uh, Wiener. Uh, that documentary, yes. the, the Anthony Weiner documentary, where they were documenting his uh, run to, you know, he had gone through uh, a, a scandal and everything. Right, and previous to, scandal. Yeah, previous scandal, and he was trying to rebuild, and then once again, shit hit the fan, and can't, a whole new thing erupted, and they were just covering this meltdown. Yeah, there's a bunch of great examples. Tickle, did you ever see Tickle? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was another one where just like they started following the story and then it led to this incredible story you could never have predicted. Down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And Capturing the Freedmans is the other classic example. Yes, they were, absolutely. They were just, it was just a documentary about birthday clowns. And yeah. then they met this father-son birthday clown who had this incredible family story. And that became, it's very dark. I'd recommend all those documentaries all uh, to our listeners. They're all good. Yep. That's our documentary that's recommendation. It. Thanks portion. for listening to the Owl Nation documentary cast. So, uh, one question I want to ask you on. Shoot. What does Owl Nation mean to you? <laughs> what, 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 who, what, what does it take to, to, uh, to, to be part of Owl Nation? I have no idea. I mean, honestly, it really is just a coincidental thing that we started talking about and saying, and it has now taken on a life of its own. Owls, as I said, I know very little about them. I don't want to judge them negatively, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really know much. the 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 owl that when you say owl, that immediately comes to my brain. First owl. The first owl I think of is the oh really owl, the meme owl with its mouth open, like oh really. Oh yeah, the the white one that yes. turns. Whoa. That's yeah. my that's my brain, like. Before Hedwig, before the Winnie the Pooh owl, that's the before Tootsie Rolls, that's the one I think of. Although we did, speaking of owls, yes, Lon, we did notice uh, that a bunch of brands have owl spokespeople. Oh yeah, spokes owls. Uh, oh, what, what's that? Zylon, Zycam, Zycam, or Zyl? Yeah, Zylonex, or, or it's. Oh, crud. So close Travelocity to, so close has gotten out. So close to another owl. Holocaust joke. I was about to say Zyklon. <laughs> that's, the, that's the gas. Oh, yeah. What is wrong with us? Man, you get a couple of Jews together, they can't this stop. disturbing. I'm hoping to not go back and edit this podcast, but I may. Yeah. Just, just to make it less holocaust A little less Holocausty. I think that's the title <laughs> of our first episode. Owl Nation, episode one, a little less Holocausty. Yes. Uh, oh, what, one of my... F- in thinking about favorite owls, uh, as I always am, yes. Well, Tootsie Roll's another like the Ooh, Tootsie a great Pop one is an owl. I love the mechanical Clash of the Titans owl. Boobo? Is oh wow, good pull. Yeah, I think so. Amazing. If not, they're gonna go crazy on the internet. Yeah, I got it wrong with Harry Hamlin in sure. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Great Ray Harryhausen. Uh, that I stop did not. Motion. I did not like that in the new one. Uh, it's maybe not Bubo. It, it's, it's something. Clash of the Titans Owl. I'm going to look it up. Uh, I, you know, they did like a throwaway joke where he like picks up a mechanical owl. You know, they redid Clash of the Titans. Yes. And he picks up the mechanical owl from like a, they're, well, they're taking all their weapons and he's like, it is Bubo, goddammit. Right. Nicely done, Mike, Thank man. You. And he finds Bubo in there and he's like, what the hell is this? We don't need this. And it's supposed to be like a little like wink, oh. but it's disrespectful. Yeah. That was like a main character from the previous Yeah, film. don't piss on who got you there, my man. Exactly. Also, uh, so 
Truth be told, I've never seen the new Clash of the Titans, the remake in its entirety, but I watched part of it with the sound off uh, on a TV while I was in a Shake Shack. Nice. And one thing that really upset me about it was Medusa was like a gorgeous model who just happened to have snakes on her head. Medusa has to be, is like the like the very epitome of Ugly, right? Well, I, I, I think I don't know. Originally, if you go back to the mythology, because the Medusa, I go by she's my a- mythology. I don't go by Homer. I don't go by the Iliad or the Odyssey. Oh. I go by the filmed early '80s version of Clash uh, of oh, the Titans. Oh, I see. Ray Harryhausen yes. finds Medusa. Ray Harryhausen is my Homer. She, so it's definitely like now that she's transformed into she's like a Gorgon, which is like a monster. Yes. But I believe she might have been beautiful once and then was turned... I don't know the story. Like, The origin of Medusa, I don't remember. The Medusa in the new Clash of the Titans is fine as hell. (laughs) And, like, that's... That's antithetical to... Medusa's supposed to be so ugly that she turns you into stone. Terrifying. I don't know if it's ugly, is it? is, okay, you know what? I have to look up Medusa. I mean, I don't want to shame. I don't want to look shame um, yeah, a mythological don't, creature. Don't gorgon shame. I don't want to gorgon shame. Uh, wow. The, uh, the new Clash of the Titans is not very good. Although I do think a lot of the effects and the, like, the monster designs and stuff are kind of cool. Yes. But as a movie, it, it's not uh, so great. And then they did a second one, Wrath of the Titans, which is terrible. Uh, but that's the one I believe that Liam Neeson says released the Kraken in, which became yes, immediate. okay, that yeah, that, I mean, that's that's not bad. Release the Kraken. Uh, Medusa, a monster, a gorgon, generally described as a winged human female living with venomous snakes in place of hair. Those who gazed upon her face would turn to stone. Most sources describe her as the daughter of Forsys and Ceto. It doesn't say anything about being ugly. Gosh darn it! You know what? Good thing. I don't go by Wikipedia. I only go by Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. Hollywood, of course, they're gonna pretty up Medusa. Yep. <laughs> Figures. Oh. Uh, indeed. Uh, so yeah, you know what? Uh, at the owls, an owl nation means to Milan. Please go, go for it. It's anything you want it to be. Oh, I like that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A, and all are welcome in Owl Nation. It, I, I that, that I believe in very strongly. Yeah. The, the, we don't. Uh, there's no judgment here. It's a huge tent. Mm-hmm. Any, you're you're welcome if you're listening. You're part of Owl Nation. Whether you're whether you're a dork or or a cool. Whether you're that's a cool, whether are, you're a cool dork. It's those. That's the binary. Whether, Everybody's either a dork or they're cool. Yep. Whether you're a sporto or a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> this entire podcast will be about '80s high school movies. Yes. Uh, so, Lon... How? Bringing up, uh... Do you want to jump into it? Let's do something, yeah. Okay, we cool. got... I, I, I know what we're going to do. So, every every episode, every edition of the show, I thought yeah. we can look up a list. There's so many lists on the internet. Oh, yeah. And what what's more fun than debating lists? So, I figure one of us will find a list... And, and see how many items on that list the other person can figure out without being prompted. And then we'll just talk about the list, what we think of this list. Oh, I was trying to think of what's more fun than uh, debating about a list. The answer is nothing at all. Oh, okay. I thought of one thing. What's that? Being able to talk your way out of a parking ticket. 
more fun than discussing a list. Oh no, it's more satisfying. Yeah, not more fun. I don't think it's okay. more fun. All right. So uh, for for our debut for the yeah. first list, I found uh, Ranker. Go to Ranker.com. I used to work for Ranker, by the way. Little side note. Wait, you you worked for the uh, the the monster from Star Wars? Yes, the Rancor. I was the one of the pig guys that gets the. <laughs> you were a Gamorrean guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Ranker. R-A-N-K-E-R. Oh, man. The site for ranking things. Man, I, 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 you know, I got May the 4th be with you on the brain, my man. <laughs> All right. I worked for the concept of conflict. Yes. The abstract Ran- idea. Rancor. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I have here the top ten, and this is from Ranker's list of the most annoying TV and film characters ever. It's a twofer. Whoa. We're talking from all of pop culture, basically. Okay. The most annoying characters. So first off, I just, family feud style, how many of these can you get without missing a bunch? Let's, let's, let's just, just jump in. Gotta go Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, number two. Whoa. Jumping in with a big one. Number Uh, two on the list. Okay. uh, I'm gonna go uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell. You're nailing this. Five. Number five on the list, Screech from Saved by the Bell. Urkel. Steve Urkel. Number 10. You're three for three. Um, Number 10 on list. Fran Drescher, the nanny. No no nanny. Ooh. But I will tell you this. There is a character on the list who has a very similar style of speaking. Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny. Another good guess, but no. Damn. Okay. Crud. Uh, all right. The- two, two, uh, two X's if we're doing it Family Feud style. Okay. Or oh. Owl Feud style. Yes, Owl Trademark. Feud. Uh, hoot Hoot. I just trademarked that. Okay, annoying characters. So far we've got Jar Jar Binks at number two, Screech at number five, and Steve Urkel at number ten. Okay. Don't okay. have the number one. Remember, also, the internet is making this list. So think about, put yourself in the mindset of an average internet user. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Dwight Schrute. Oh, a great guess, but no. I feel like he's beloved. Yeah, he, he is beloved. He annoys the other characters yes. in the office. Mm. Do you want to so hear? That's three X's. Yeah, you want to hear some of these? Yeah. Uh, we'll start from the bottom. So you got number 10, Steve Urkel. Yeah. Number nine, and this was the one I was trying to prompt you, oh. Janice from Friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Chandler. Number eight, and this one, please somebody write in and explain this to me. Yes. Cousin Oliver from The Brady Bunch. Oh, so, th- I mean... I, was I, Cousin o- I don't even remember Cousin Oliver. Oh, I, I'll tell you who Cousin Oliver was. Co- Cousin Oliver was the, the blonde kid with the glasses, and he was the kid that, when they brought cu- Cousin Oliver in, because all the other kids were getting a little too old, oh. that's, when, that's when people thought that was when... It's that the was jump, the, jump shark. the Shark Got moment. it. Yep. Okay. I, yep. That's why I don't remember. That was after my time. I stopped watching. Sure, sure. No, I'm, you, I'm honestly good too move. Young. Good move. I'm too young for that show. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was in reruns. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't see it first run. Right, that's what I mean. Like, I I've seen yeah. episodes, but it, well, I wasn't like. Oh yeah, see, I watched. See, viewer. I watched. Uh, somehow, I watched a lot of Brady Bunch. I've seen, yeah. yeah, like random. Yeah, like, I, I, I came home from school and Brady Bunch was on, and yeah, yeah enough I to get it. the reference. Nick at night. Like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, number seven, Scrappy Doo. Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Scrappy-Doo's annoying, yep. little uh, yep. obnoxious wisecracker. Number six. Uh, Let me add him. I'll splat him. There you go. Number six. Kalu. Kailu. C-A-I-L-L-O-U. It's like that Canadian kids show. 
It's like it's like a Dora the Explorer type thing. Oh, we don't have kids, okay. See, but yeah. I presume if we had kids, yeah. we would really. Hate that's yeah. That that's out of my frame of reference. Uh, number five, Screech from Saved by the Bell. You yes. got it. number four, Joffrey Baratheon. Oh, King Joffrey. He was he was annoying, but he was also so hateable. He right. it, he 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 evoked hate. Not annoyance. Yeah, to me, that that feels more like the most hated or the most evil. That doesn't feel like annoying. Or, but like also, I I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this about a child, the most punchable. No, he's a teenager. You could want to punch a teenager. But yeah, like a guy who's like killing people all around you with a crossbow, you're not like, I'm so irritated by this. Yeah. This is, it's really annoying to me when you murder me with a crossbow. Yeah. I think that goes up to the, a level beyond annoyance. Yeah. Oh, that Ramsey Bolton is such a pest. It really annoys <laughs> me when you cut off my head and Yikes. put it on that spike. Uh, number three, Barney. Barney the purple dinosaur. Oh, um, you know who I was thinking about the other day, Lon? Barney's sidekick, Baby Bop. Sure, the, the tri- she's the green triceratops. Yeah, green or yellow? Oh, gee. She's green. All right, I'm going to have to look that up. Look that. Keep, keep while reading. I'm going, yeah. you'll look that up. Number Baby two, Bob. you got Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Wanna, any, any, now that you've heard the, the, the rest of the list, does any extra... You, we're missing the number one. Oh. And out there in Owl Land, if you've got it, uh, yell it out. In yeah. your car, oh. at the gym, wherever boy. you're listening to this. Oh, boy. Uh... Is, is it a movie or a TV show? It's from a movie. A, a series of movies. And this is the main character from the film series. Vin Diesel? How dare you? Oh. Don Toretto? <laughs> Do you dare to suggest Don Sorry. Toretto? Oh, Austin Powers? No, it's Bella Swan from Twilight. Bella oh, Swan. Oh, okay. Kristen Stewart's character from the Twilight. Gotcha. Film. Man, I didn't realize that she was that annoying. Because I don't... I, she's not. She, I she's. Still, She's kind of a blank. Yeah. So like I don't I don't feel like you could say much about that character other than like you know, she's cool with vampirism. Yes. But uh yeah, I don't think she's annoying. I think this is like dudes who just don't like movies being for girls. Yeah. Uh, like the, the same dudes are upset about Pattinson playing uh, Batman now. What how do you feel about Pattinson playing Batman? I love it. I'm a big fan of R. Pat's just generally. Yeah. He's made a lot of great movies that, that I really enjoy, and I think he's a really good actor. But, no, he looks the part. It feels like he's going to be a good Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and he could pull up Batman. I like that it, it it feels very far away from what we've gotten recently, which was the, like, I don't like aging, hulking, sad, I'm, I'm a failure Batman, and it seems like both Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder were really into that. Yeah, I mean, I really liked Christian Bale. I thought Christian Bale had just a, a little a, a, a little bit of pizzazz Up as Batman. Up through Dark Knight, yes. I don't, I don't love where they go in Rises. You know, I, I was, I, I drank the Kool Aid. I was just, I'm a, I'm a Dark Knight Rises well, apologist. No, I, I like a lot of Dark. Like, I feel like people are unfair to Dark Knight Rises because of the stuff that they don't like, which, like, it, exactly like Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's stuff there that is not great. I agree, right. and that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But you don't throw the whole movie. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater to, to use the cliche. Like, yeah. you don't need to throw the whole movie away because there's elements of it. That you don't really love. Like, yeah. I feel like the Batman character's through line isn't great in that movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, Bane is awesome. Like, yeah, all that Bane, stuff is Bane great. Bane rocks, and he's the funnest to uh, to do the voice. Yeah, of. and, like, all uh, the stuff in the pit is but, great. But I, You know what? 
I, I've never, you know, apologies to, you know, DC fans. I've never been a, a, a Batfleck fan. Uh, and no, like, he feels I just too inert and emotionless. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that that take on it really at all. I feel like if you want to do like old, past his prime, depressed Batman, you kind of got to earn it by giving us at least one or two movies with that character in his prime. Like if you had Michael Keaton coming back and doing like broken old Bruce Wayne, I'd be yeah. like, yes, I'm into this. But it's because we've seen him be Batman in you know at his peak. I don't think you could just introduce him when he's already a busted down old man. It's just depressing. Right. Yeah. I, I'm also uh, giving uh, Pattinson uh, a, a blank check of goodwill here. Uh, he, uh, I, I'm all ready for it. And I love the 2017 film Good Time. Yes. Yeah. That, that like, if you haven't seen Good Time, please, like, I, uh, I am a real stand for Good Time. It is just, like, nonstop energy. And a really well done uh, film, and Pattinson is great. So in it. good, and it it really is one of those movies that you you should go into cold, and you have no idea. It's it's just pulling you along on this adventure, this weird, twisted, dark journey, and you really. Moment to moment, scene to scene, I did not feel like I knew where this movie was going to take me. Yeah, and it's alternately exciting and riveting and a wild ride, but then it makes you uneasy and very just, like, upset yeah. about what the characters are getting into. Yeah, so, totally. yeah, it, it, manipul- it manipulates you really well. Yeah, in, like, the best way possible. Also, uh, Lost City of Z. Oh, I haven't, really I haven't seen that. Is, with, is, is Charlie Hunnam in That's that That's him well? and Charlie Hunnam, yeah. and it is a, it's a very, like, meta, like modern adventure movie. So it, mm-hmm. it follows all the patterns of like go into the jungle exploring adventure movies, but just done in this very sort of naturalistic, realistic way. Uh, yeah, it's about it's a, based on a true story. Yeah, about uh, an exploration into South America. Yeah, they're based, they, I mean, they're sort of looking for like the lost city of gold, basically. I mean, they're, they're searching for this mythic city in the jungle that Hunnam just sort of believes is there and has convinced himself that he can find and you know i don't want to blow anything but yeah you know it's it, uh, very much like a a gear of the wrath of god that old herzog film or just gotcha. about man against nature yes. and this sort of very primal journey into darkness it's great it's not a snooze it's uh it's not i i mean i thought it was riveting like there there were people that complained about it being kind of slow but it's just cause how long it's, it's like two plus, like two hours and 15, 20 or something. Okay. But, it, but it's I, it's not slow so much. Movies are a little long nowadays. Well, it's not Indiana Jones, you know? It's yeah. not this, it's not big over-the-top cartoonish. It's like if yeah. you really went on an expedition into the jungle, right. it would be like fucked up. Like, oh, yeah. Bit oh. by mosquitoes. Yeah, you're going to get some malaria. You're going to get exhausted. You're going to wake gonna up and lost. your foot swollen. Right. And so it's that kind of adventure movie as opposed to like swinging from vines like you know, fighting, swashbuckling on top of caves. Yes. In caves. You don't go on top of a cave. What am I doing? I mean, you can get on top of a cave entrance, perhaps. Yeah, this is not Disneyland. I feel silly. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, That's you, on a mountain if you're over a cave. Yeah, or like some kind of hill or you something. You in a cave. Yeah, you spelunk. I don't, but someone can. I mean, one might. Have Theoretically. You ever, have you ever been up to the Bat Cave where they film the uh, the old TV show? No. Oh, yeah, that's uh, over here, like in the Franklin Hills or right. Hollywood. Right. I do. I have yeah. been in Corona Del Mar in Orange County. Uh, there's a beach, 
And it's a public beach, but there's a big rock formation. If you go around it, there's like a little private cove area. And that's where they shot uh, whenever they would do cave stuff from Gilligan's Island. Uh, it's also... Uh, like Gilligan's what? Island, you know, they'd always get like stuck in a cave or get chased into a cave. That's something, the cave. Something sounds, there's something really sexy sounding about a private cove lawn. There's private coves all over the California coast. Yeah, after uh, after my, uh, my my wedding, which is upcoming. Yeah, congratulations. Um, thank you. We're going to go on a, a honeymoon to Hawaii. And yeah, I'm like, sure. I want to find one of those little waterfalls, like a private waterfall. You're, there, there's That's half of Hawaii is cove. Yeah? I feel like it's like a cove-based economy. So, so like, if I, <laughs> so if I ask the uh, concierge, hey, where do you find one of those waterfalls? Are they going to laugh at me? And be no. Like, they're, honestly, waterfalls are like a huge thing that they encourage. Have you never been to Hawaii? No. It's a huge waterfall state. They're, yeah. they're all about waterfalls. And like, if you, it, I guarantee you, if you go to the concierge of your hotel and say, where can I see a waterfall? They are going to have like maps and instructions and here, go here and then here. Yes, they're, they're guiding you to the waterfall. You know, it would be funny if I asked them where the waterfall was and they said, I don't know, but just don't go chasing them. <laughs> it's probably did. They probably, I mean, I bet, I'd give a chuckle. I bet there's at least one guy on the islands who that's his. It was a bit of a TLC that's his go-to fan. bit. Yeah. yeah. What what island are you going? Uh, Maui. Ah, oh, I've been to Maui. There's there are a lot of waterfalls, and uh, what I recommend. Yes. There is so where where everybody stays. I don't know where you're staying, but there's a the area like Kanapali Beach. That's where like all the hotels are. Uh-huh. It's near a, city, a little town called Lahaina. Okay. Uh, so that's where most people stay. If you're staying at the really ritzy places, some of them are in some of the other places on the island. Uh-huh. But uh, there's a, a city or a town on the opposite side of Maui from there called Hana. Okay. And what you can do is if you're staying in Lanai, you can do – you go on a helicopter ride to Hana and then you drive back through like the rainforest in the center of the island. And that's where you get to see all like the – the crazy waterfalls and the rainforest stuff. Cool. That that was like the coolest thing I did. It's also where they shot that scene in Jurassic Park where the helicopter drops down in front of the waterfall. Oh yeah. That's Hana. Oh man. Can, can, can really I can relive that. Yeah, you could relive there's no there's no seatbelts. You really don't. It's honestly very smooth and you don't need a seatbelt. Uh-huh. But the, for the movie they make it seem like that would be like, "Oh god." Oh yeah. You uh, know, Grant is like freaking out about the the turbulence. It's very smooth. What, was there any uh, dino shaking uh, of the ground? No, it's, there's no dinosaurs. Anymore. Okay. Oh. That's Isla Nublar. <laughs> it's <laughs> off the coast of Costa Rica. Gotcha. They just shot it in one. Aha. Uh, so, do, do you want to uh, hit any of the other... Uh... Sure. We can... Let, let's see what... I, oh, I know. I did. There was... There's one little thing I wanted to talk about, which yeah. I got on Facebook and really troubled me. And I thought, maybe, now and again, there's so many... There's so many products. There's so much attention now on, like, stuff for men, specifically. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, we're marketing this for men. Like, beard shampoo. Have you seen those where it's, like, charcoal and ash scented tobacco mm-hmm. beard shampoo? Right. Or the one that was getting a lot of attention the other week was uh, that makeup for men, war paint. Did you see this ad? No. I... So I, I, I'm not aware of uh, It's just this. like foundation for dudes who want to wear a little bit of foundation uh-huh. on their face. But, instead, but it's called war paint. It's called war paint. And then and the, the ad for it was like a dude with like, I, he had so many tattoos. He's got like, 
His tattoos had tattoos on top of them. Whoa. It was like three layers like a, of... Like a bad relationship got covered up by I, another I mean, one? the guy like, is like... Damn, I'm not dating Diane anymore. The guy is like, that up with he's a... there, and then he's covered in muscles, and then those muscles are covered in like three layers of tattoos. Gotcha. That's what's going on. And this guy's like aggressively putting war paint on his face. Mm-hmm. And it was just so like, ah, wear makeup! But like... You're terrified to do it because you feel like, you know, it's not manly. So they've got to, like, sell you on it like it's 300. You know, you're going into Braveheart battle. Yeah. No, no if, if you're if you're going to, if, if you're a guy and you're going to wear makeup, just embrace just it. You know makeup. what? The, 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 the rules, the way we're, we, we were socialized in a very binary way. Like, men are this, yeah. uh, women are this. You know what? If you want, if, if, it's, if that's what you want to do, do it. And you don't have to call it this other thing. I mean, dudes have been wearing makeup in public for fashion for a long time. It's not like a new thing. Like, David Bowie was on this train 50, 40, 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. Just own it now. It's 2019. Yeah. Who cares? You don't yeah, my dudes in Good Charlotte were guy liner. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's not even the one I... That was just an example. Yeah. The one I wanted to talk about, I got a Facebook ad. In fact, I'm still getting it. I'm getting inundated with this ad. Well, because you've shown interest in it. You've, but yeah, you must have clicked on it I don't think I did. It is a razor that is designed specifically... I mean, you took a picture of it or something because you're, you're... I did. Yeah. It's a so razor they, that's designed specifically to shave your testicles. It's called Manscaped. Wow. Can I see this thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, yeah. Just balls are mentioned three times just in the ad. Just, it, it, it's, it's like obsessed with like, don't nick your balls with the manscaped. You would figure, like if I'm writing something, I like to use a different term. You figure they mix in like some some nuts or the boys. Here we go. Or, yeah. Number one in men's below the waist grooming. Wow. I mean, and, it, and they, and here's the, here, I, I think this might be the most disturbing thing about the Manscaped Razor, is their units are named after gardening terms. What? Like, the main one is called the Lawnmower, and they Whoa. have another razor called the Plow? How thick are these guys' ball hairs coming in? Also, the... Like, I hesitate to put something called the lawnmower near Look the most this. sensitive region. They have an anti-chafing ball deodorant called Crop Preserver. Who's, who's putting this on themselves? I mean, what did you find this on Farmers Only? No, the, I did not and, find and this. And second question, why are you trying to meet women on Farmers Only? You're not a farmer. I don't have to be lonely, Hal. <laughs> no, it's because I they found me. This wow. just came up on my Facebook. They targeted I, you. They, they were like, we want Lon to see this specifically. Because he, yeah, the, the, the tagline at the end was, uh, don't nick the sack. Which I guess they presumed was going to be a big problem for me personally. <laughs> I knew a guy I in Jersey in, called Nick the Sack. Nick, 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 hey, I'm Nick the Sack. The, hey. guy's, the guy had a elephantitis. This guy. <laughs> I'm going to try to find it. Uh, like, uh, it's, uh, what, what? So I, I, I'm filled with questions. So could, yeah, could, I mean, can I use that as just a beard trimmer? I mean, I guess you would certainly, once you've used it on the sack, that's it. it you're, you're not using it. Here's the actual Facebook ad that they brought up. And, uh, your balls. It says, it say? "Manscaped, your balls will thank you." Anti-nick ceramic blade. So already we're we're doubling up on the. You're not going to nick your balls. Mm-hmm. Powerful six thousand RPM motor. 
too fast to put near that part of my body. I mean, I don't know about motor RPM. That's so. just uh, that sounds too fast. Yes. I want like four, four to eight. Four RPMs. <laughs> oh, no, that, that sounds slow. It'll just it'll pull a hair. Yeah, I don't want that either. You don't want. To I pull don't, a you hair. know what? I'm I'm just I'm not doing this business at all. I'm just I'm taking myself out. But then at the bottom, here's the weirdest part. Look at the, the last phrase on there. Empower your balls now. They don't need to be empowered. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. I don't want to empower them. My, I mean, my balls just exist. I, I mean, I feel like yeah. if I'm empowered, my balls will be empowered. Let's mm. put that on a shirt. I think we've got our first <laughs> Owl Nation shirt. If I'm empowered, my, my balls, balls will be empowered. empowered. Yeah. So words to live by, folks. I think so, Susan Powder <laughs> originally. I mean, do we want to do we want to get personal though? Do we want to talk about no. uh, um, grooming? <laughs> do we want to talk about? Okay, but we don't what? have to. We we certainly don't feel pressure. You know what? Maybe uh, write in. <laughs> yes, I would tweet li- at us. Well, this if, is where if, I was do going. Do you want to hear us? Do you want to hear us talk about oh. our? <laughs> Don't write in with that. Our body crew. I'm not talking about that. But do write in. If you have other examples of these kinds of products, mm-hmm. I'd like to revisit that. Because this is, to me, this is a troubling trend. Well. Of these kind of weird dude brands. It's just, it's, it's skewing our whole notion of dudes and you, how you, dudes need to behave. I mean, we've, in, in our lifetime, we've seen a proliferation of... Uh, uh, sexual uh, 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 Viagra and like boner pills and, sure, and, yeah. and and marital aids. In well, now there's all those websites where it's like you don't you don't want to go to a doctor to get your dick pills. Sign up for our expensive service and we'll just send you your dick pills. Yeah, like uh, hymns and yeah. like all these things. Because you're embarrassed uh, to go ask for dick pills. Sure, uh, but which I what, get. Uh, Listen. Oh yeah, you, you don't my want, sympathies. Yeah, I, you, I you don't want to go up to a receptionist and be like, "Like, uh, and uh, what are you here to see a doctor about?" Yeah, I, I can't get boners anymore. You got any of them dick pills? Yep. But one of the funniest things is the verbiage around these commercials. Right. Uh, the, well, all, say, like, all of the euphemisms that they use. Like, I, I just want a supercut of uh, Aria. Are you having trouble hoisting the mainsail? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is uh, is your is your are, are are you a are you a sapling when you should be a mighty oak? <laughs> yeah, and it's always yeah. like it's like losing your verve and passion. You yeah, know, it's like that kind of because they can't say like need, you need more boners. Yeah. You know? Oh, and and then they just have like these little wink wink nudge nudge lines like oh, and she's not gonna mind it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like wink. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my. So. Gosh. Before we wrap this up, uh, please do send us weird products for dudes. I, I also definitely like weird scents because mm-hmm. that's the, like like whenever they, those beard shampoos and it's like musk and charcoal, you know, like the back of Grandpa's Oldsmobile. Like that, I'm fascinated by that. You know what? I'm and I'm also going to extend it if if there's anything weird targeted for ladies, uh, sure, out, out there. If 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 you're a lady. <laughs> If, if there's a lady listening to our... Uh, doubt, doubtful. Especially uh, now that we've spent 10 minutes talking about yeah. making the sad. But, uh, yeah, if, if like if there's like a, you know, a boob cream. <laughs> I don't think they have those anymore. I don't Very, know. Like, I don't know. I'm not targeted. Yeah. So, and also, uh, I was trying to think of a good name for this segment. I came up with a few. Let me run them by. Sure. Uh, the Man's Corner, like sort of the most basic one. Yeah. 
Brotown Throwdown. Brotown Throwdown. That rhymes. The Mansplain Minute. Mansplain Minute. Mansplain has like a negative connotation now. But we're both men. But like, yeah. So we're mansplaining to each other. Sure, sure. Or then just okay, guy talk. I can just, dig it. Or then just guy talk. Guy talk. Guy talk with Lana Hay. Mm, mm. I mean, I, I feel like that's something we should. Uh, I, I like. You know, I, I like reclaiming this mansplain term and, and just be like, hey, you yeah, know what? We're, we're, we're literally, oh, that's what we're, we're, I love we're, that. we're, we're owning uh, it. We, like, we realize the negative connotation, but uh, we're literally dudes talking about a dude thing. Yeah, so we're just, we're, we're owning it. We're taking that word back, ladies. Or are we going down a slippery slope right here? Yeah, I feel like this is not yeah, where we uh, want to like, go yeah. at all. <laughs> Uh, hey, listen, shut up. We're mansplaining. <laughs> like, no, that's not the vibe. Yeah, no, I th- I, what was the last one? Just guy talk. Guy Just talk. Guy talk. Now. guy talk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I don't want it to be confused with locker room talk, Lon. We're never going to grab anybody's anything. Yes. One, because it's not possible because this is a podcast. But two, because we wouldn't. Even if it were possible. Yeah. and we're like just our, not that kind of guy. And our, our hands are already full with microphones and owls. That's true. Uh... Lon, we, we uh, gave him a couple of things to go out on there. Yeah, there you go. So uh, definitely follow us on Twitter. Let us hear from you. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about, What's what you liked, Twitter what you hated. On? I'm Lon's at L-O-N-S on Twitter. Yeah, I'm at Hal Rudnick, uh, H-A-L-R-U-D-N-I-C-K on Twitter and Instagram. Everywhere that matters. And uh, hey, thanks for listening to our podcast, everybody. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, um, maybe all the podcast send us, things. Send us... Uh, some owl memes maybe like uh put you don't have to send us owl memes. i mean i like owl memes you can send how owl memes please um, send me owl memes please put <laughs> um lon's head and my head on owls sitting in a nest this is a lot of work you really don't have to do all of this please do it <laughs> but there you go all right thanks everybody thanks bye